Good morning, everybody. It's Tim. It's August 3rd. It's Friday. It's your horror hotline for, well, yeah, August 3rd. Um, I'm one half of Horror Movie Yearbook, the podcast that is on iTunes, Stitcher, all those good things. This is also on Stitcher. It's not on iTunes yet because iTunes has not approved it yet. Um, it will soon approve it, I think. So, um, yeah, it's Friday. Happy Friday, everybody. I forgot my coffee. I forgot to buy coffee last night. That was like my main goal last night, and I blew it. Instead, I sat around and did nothing, pretty much. So, I, I blame myself. It's all my fault. But it's Friday. I don't have much planned today. We're going to get this quick. But it's time. I am, uh, I'm a little bit cranky right now, so I'm going to start putting some people on notice from the week. Uh, I'm just going to, I'm really just going to unload on, on some people. Uh, first up, first up, I'm going to unload on uh, MoviePass. I'm just going to unload on MoviePass in general. But first up, we're going to talk about MoviePass haters. Uh, oh, losing a ton of money is a bad business model? You don't say. Come on now. Like, we all knew this was like the dumbest idea possible when we signed up for it, right? I'm talking to the people who did sign up for it. Um, some people got in. Some people got in on that. Uh, on that, like, like buy a full year for like sixty dollars. That's crazy. But unlimited movies for nine dollars a month, even less if you bought that yearly package. Like that's just that's a dumb business model. Everybody knows that. I don't need nine hundred articles <laughs> explaining how dumb of a business model it is. I also think there that there's been this bizarre celebration. Of the demise of MoviePass, like, cause it's dead. I mean, it's I like it's still around, but it's probably gonna die soon. Uh, but it's really strange to me. It's weird how some people get caught up now in the business side of movies, um, from box office to trends to money spent on them. If it's about movies, which I thought it kind of should be, this is uh, me on my soapbox. Who gives a crap about how much money something makes or how much? money it costs to go I mean well I give a crap about how much money it costs to go to a movie don't get me wrong that's why I bought a movie pass um also I didn't realize there were so many bloggers that were experts on economics and business I've learned quite a bit over the last few months um so it's really cool that you need an MBA to tweet about Age of Ultron or whatever the Avengers movie that just came out was. Um, if you really love movies and the experience of going to the theaters to watch them, then all you really should care about, in my opinion, is getting people into the theater to watch more movies, especially movies that they might not watch otherwise. I've seen people on social media talk about how many movies they were able to see in a month or over the course of their membership, and it's, it's kind of amazing. Um, that's what we should be encouraging. That means they were seeing more movies other than just, like, the big blockbuster Marvel movies or whatever as well. Like, that's a good thing. If people are using MoviePass or any subscription service, really, to go see, like, Blind Spotting or 8th Grade, that is seriously the best possible outcome of this service. Um, I think that one thing this whole experience debacle has proven is that people still really want to go to the theater. When I see people talking about how many movies they want to see in a month, it feels like it's great. I think it's great. Who cares if who cares if this company is dumb enough to offer a service that people take this much of an advantage of? Good. Not not everybody has the money to go see four movies a month, and if MoviePass decides to 
make that affordable for people, that's awesome. Theaters are expensive. Too expensive. This made it more affordable. Also, the people posting screenshots of themselves canceling their subscription through the app. First of all, settle down. You, for, you don't have to share everything on social media. In fact, you don't have to share anything at all if you don't want to. And like, come on, Norma Ray. And then second of all, it's probably not best to post pictures of your personal information online. Like, don't post any of it at all. So there you go. Uh, moving on to the second people I'm putting on notice. Movie Pass. I don't know how much I'm paying for this now. I think it's $15. Um, I don't know what surge pricing is still. Like, you charge it, like, apparently they charge me extra if I want to go see Mission Impossible at 8 o'clock at night on a Friday. I guess that's what surge pricing is. I don't ever go. I just go on uh, matinees, basically. Um, this would have worked, this whole thing would have worked better if you set any sort of expectations going in, or even like a month ahead of time. But, like, they would just randomly change prices like the day of and then just be like hey there you go that's really this is why people are um canceling your service and posting pictures of it online but you really haven't set any expectations or like maybe a plan would have been better too instead of making this up as you go i really don't feel bad uh, for the people, that's the thing is like, this is not like, this is not a sympathetic company. Like they're psychos at MoviePass. They really are. <laughs> they're just silly. And this entire business model has been silly since the start. And I do kind of like, I feel bad cause it has, I think it seems like it's worked, um, as far as getting people to go see more movies. And I think some people might see less movies without having it. But I don't feel bad because the people behind Movie Pass seem like morons. Uh, Venom trailer haters. These are next. This is next up on my uh, putting on a notice. We will eat both of your arms and then both of your legs, and then when we then we will eat your face right off your head. You will be this armless, legless, faceless thing, won't you? Going down the street like a turd in the wind. That is not Walt Whitman. That is Venom from the Venom trailer, and this looks phenomenal. It's everything I ever wanted from a Venom movie, it seems. Uh, that line, that entire uh, monologue by Venom, I guess it's not a monologue because he, it's him, it's Tom Hardy, and it's Eddie Brock and Venom together. So it's not really a monologue, technically. It's two. Um, that line feels like it was ripped exactly from like some Todd McFarlane Venom comic that I have uh, somewhere at my parents' house in the basement uh, from the 90s. Venom is... He's kind of a silly character, and if you stay true to that character, he has to be like he has to be a big dummy. Uh, Eddie Brock, Eddie Brock, that is, and he looks. I mean, he looks like a big dummy in this. I don't know. I don't know what Tom Hardy's doing in this. I, really, I don't really ever know. Sometimes I think he's trying to do a Brooklyn accent, but he just sounds like a big baby. <laughs> that makes it way better. This is top-notch stuff from from Tom Hardy, star of Star Trek Nemesis. And to all the Venom trailer haters out there, I say, eyes, lungs, pancreas, so many snacks, so little time. I can't do a top hearty as Venom impression. Um, who's up next? Who's up next? Oh, the, uh, let's see. Uh, oh, I was really diplomatic about this earlier in the week, but whoever is in charge of Suspiria's runtime, I, I really do believe a movie should be as long as it needs to be, but two and a half hours come on, let's not do this to me. Like, I'm just exhausted. Like, if I go see this in the theater, which I would like to do, like, 
it's just going to be way too long for me. Everything I like nowadays seems to be just way too long. If I want to watch like a pro wrestling show now in 2018, or maybe even a football game, I have to block out a whole day. And movies have become like that too. This is going to be like a three-hour ordeal for me. It's 15, 20 minutes to the theater, and then 15, 20 minutes. Oh my god, that's like three and a half hours to go see Suspiria. If we can maybe just knock this down to two, and then you can put the rest of the movie on DVD when it comes out. That would be amazing. Um, next up, Castle Rock Easter Egg List. I want to be clear at the outset of this. I think spotting Easter eggs in Castle Rock is a ton of fun. I really do. And I don't mind reading some of the lists. I think they're, I think some of them are cool. But how many do we need? Like, anytime I search Castle Rock, even if I just want to, like, I don't know, maybe, like, read a review of the show, I just get bombarded with Easter egg lists and it seems like that's the main draw of the show for some and that's too bad because this is a pretty good show and I think that it captures certain themes and characters of the king verse way more on a way more impressive level than just showing like Cujo in the opening credits or whatever like king even had to tweet about it this week uh he said castle rock castle rock is really good each episode better than the last but put all that easter egg stuff to the to the side and enjoy it on its own terms. The cast is incandescent and they support a story worth telling. I'm not trying to be a scold here. Uh, even though it probably sounds like it. And I really do think they are neat. But like it's the seasoning on the steak or whatever. It's like the show is good. I'm going to watch it this weekend. Episode 4. But yeah let's cool it on the Easter egg list please. Even the king has chimed in to like knock it off. And finally um, this is to the guys... Uh, well, the guy talking smack about Blade 3 in the mentions of the tweet where Wesley Snipes wished himself a happy birthday. Um, so Wesley Snipes pulled, like, the coolest move you can on social media, and he wished himself a happy birthday on Twitter. He even kind of called on people to wish himself a happy birthday, basically. Most people did. It's what you do. Um, he says, it's an OG birthday. Grateful for the endless, endless love. I will try to read as many comments as possible. Much love. So he basically said he's going to read all the comments he can. And then these two, well, mainly one, numbskulls took over in his mentions. I won't name them, but it was very upsetting. Actually, it was really, yeah, it was just a one. Um, here's what happened. Here's the exchange. Someone says, Blade 2, one of the best action movies ever. Appreciate all you've done on the big screen. Happy birthday. And see, that was nice. Then this other guy chimes in with, I got to go with the first Blade Blade greater than two, even though I enjoyed the hell out of both. Eh, I mean, who cares about your Blade opinions? This is a birthday thread. Who cares? Um, the guy chimed back with, they both classics. And then the other guy comes back with a, not a fan of the third one, though, unfortunately. Wesley's Nice has been tagged in all of these tweets. Leave him alone. It's his birthday. Don't insult the man, a man's work on his birthday and his Twitter mentions. He said he was going to read all the comments. Lay off. He probably saw that, and maybe it ruined his day because you insulted Blade 3. I don't like Blade Trinity that much either, but I'm not going to tell Wesley Snipes that on his birthday. I, will, I wouldn't even tell him. I don't even like Gala Walkers. Um, yeah, to one person on Twitter, like, cool it. Just wish him a happy birthday and move on. Uh, what to watch this weekend. Let's talk about what we can watch this weekend. I'm going to be watching The Brood for the podcast. We'll be recording a new main episode next week. 
I'm also going to be watching the fourth episode of Castle Rock, which I'm excited for. I'm kind of into the show now. I figured I would be as I went along. I get, I get cranky sometimes, and that was some of my issue with the first episode. Out in theaters, very limited release, The Forest of Lost, of the Lost Souls. Uh, the Forest of the Lost Souls is a dense and remote forest, Portugal's most popular place for suicide. On a summer morning, two strangers meet within the woods. Uh, this is from Jose Pedro Lopez. This has a 71% on uh, Rotten Tomatoes right now. I watched the trailer for it yesterday, and it looks pretty good. It's uh, it's described as kind of a, it looks like kind of like an art house um, Portuguese slasher. I kind of want to check this out when I hope, I hope I remember it when it comes out on VOD because it's also, Hey, take notes, Asperia, 71 minutes long. Other than that though, um, not much. It's a really light week, but the rest of August is pretty good. We've got a, well, some people might say death of the Na death of a nation is the scariest movie being released. This is the new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. Um, it's a documentary that draws parallels between Abraham Lincoln's presidency and the presidency of Donald Trump. Boy, that's shooting for the stars there. Um, let's not get political on this, but yeah. Make up your mind on that. Um, that's it for today. I hope you had a good week. Thanks for listening, everybody. I really do appreciate it. Uh, sorry for being cranky. I'll have coffee by Monday. But yeah, that's it. Um, we'll be back with the main show next week. I'm excited for it. Hope you are too. Willie and I are going to be talking The Brood by David Cronenberg. We also have a ton of podcasts out from the rest, rest of the podcast network. Check out our Patreon, patreon.com backslash MidwestPodNet. You can donate for as little as $1 a month. And yeah, you can find this now on pretty much everything except for Apple podcast apps right now so if that's your preferred way of listening to it check us out there i will try to get better at putting stuff back on youtube if you like to listen to it that way like i said it just it takes a little bit to process that kind of stuff and i it, time crunch is an issue but perfect hey everybody seriously have a good weekend thank you for listening and i will see you next time